It's been about six months since I started the Bells and Whistles Theater, which is kind of the creative home of this podcast now. It's where I release all the upcoming episodes, extra scenes, and standalone short stories. I'm working on my second short story now. And if you're curious about how things are going with the podcast, if I will keep podcasting, uh, and if I am able to survive as a creator, I have just published a free episode of my In the Wings Behind the Scenes podcast, where I discuss um, how I feel about the Bells and Whistles Theater in the Lesbian Romantic Podcast and its future right now. So if that interests you, go to patreon.com slash lesbianromantic and sign up for free, and you'll have access to that um, episode of my behind-the-scenes podcast. All right, let's get to this episode. Previously on the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. But Emily had to tell Leah what was going on. She had to warn her about Brand. Her eyes locked with Leah's, right before she leaned in, and Leah's lips were silky and warm. Leah cursed. Fuck. Shit, Emily whispered. Whoa, Tony added. I'm coming to Chicago with you. I want to make sure you stay awake behind the wheel. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is The Blogger Story, Part 26. Leah clicked on the email from Claire. She was sitting in her old room at her parents' house. She was about to hit the road and go home. But she wanted to get some work done first. It was only a two-hour drive, but if she didn't check her messages before she left, she would spend it thinking about what was waiting for her in her inbox. Claire's email had a picture attached to it. Leah opened the file and burst into a giggle when Claire's <laughs> miserable face filled her screen. Her best friend was posing for a selfie by the Christmas tree, looking tired and annoyed. Claire hated Christmas. Not because of the jolly songs or the flashy decorations, but because her whole family, uncles, aunts, and cousins included, always spent Christmas in a small house in the woods. Leah shook her head. Poor Claire, she thought. She was lucky her own family made a lot less fuss about the holiday. They had spent Christmas Eve and Christmas Day together at her parents' house, eating delicious food and exchanging gifts. It was all very informal, and nobody was forced to share a room or go on mandatory family outings like Claire was. Leah clicked on the reply button and started typing. Hey Claire, you always do look miserable during the holidays. Just one more night to go. Keep the faith. Cocktails on me once you escape from the merry prison. 
My own Christmas was okay. My mom and dad really splurged on the food this year. It was amazing. My brother and his wife were a bit quiet, though. There's something wrong there. I just know it. Oh, and my sister couldn't stop talking about her promotion. Leah paused, her fingertips resting on the keyboard. She wasn't sure how much she wanted to share about her own unusual lack of enthusiasm during this holiday weekend. Things had been a bit awkward between her and Claire these last days. After Claire had burst into Leah's apartment, they had had a short talk in the hallway. Claire, I'm sorry. When Leah told Claire about Emily's plan to drive back to Chicago, they had agreed it was too dangerous. The woman simply had not had enough sleep. It was actually Claire who had suggested Leah would join Emily on the way back. Claire had gone home to get some sleep, and then had left for Chicago too, using Leah's car. She had picked up Leah in Chicago by 1 p.m., and they had spent most of the rest of the day driving back. It had been a crazy plan, but Leah was grateful Claire had come up with it. Her best friend had spent a whole day helping out Emily and Leah. She owed her big time. On the way back from Chicago, though, Claire had insisted on a long chat about Emily. What's going on? There had not been time in the hallway to discuss what had happened. But now Claire had wanted to know every single detail. Come on, Leah. The questions about Emily and her intentions had come early in the conversation. No, Claire. Leah knew any good friend would have asked the same questions. But it had still annoyed her. Claire had asked questions Leah had not been able to answer. I don't know. And she had known she should have been able to. Leah had also told Claire about the situation with Brad, making things even more complicated and tense. Leah started typing again. I have to admit I was a bit more quiet than usual, too. To be honest... Our conversation keeps bugging me. Or rather, the questions you asked about Emily keep bugging me. I also have not been able to stop thinking about her. Damn it. Leah looked up from her laptop and stared at the bags in the corner of the room. She smiled, remembering the early morning she had been sitting right here in this exact same chair about to leave for France. It seemed like ages ago. In reality, it had just been a couple of months. Everything felt different, though. Nothing had been the same since she spent those few days with Emily in France. She sighed, no longer smiling, and focused back on her email to Claire. I don't know what to do, Claire. Emily sent me lots of messages in the days after our drive to Chicago. But I haven't heard from her during the holiday weekend. I know she's spending it with friends, but still. The lack of news from Emily during the weekend had forced Leah to think about the things she didn't know about Emily. There were an awful lot of those. Not hearing from her 
had made Leah sad and insecure. She had tried to fight it, but she simply could not stop thinking about Emily and had kept checking her phone for a new message. Emily had said she needed some time to figure things out. But figure out what exactly? Leah was angry at herself for not asking more questions. They had had a great talk at the diner, almost like they had been on a date. But they hadn't talked about what all of this meant. Once in Chicago, their goodbye had been awkward and in a hurry. Emily had stopped at a Starbucks just outside the city center, and they'd hugged uncomfortably. Emily had asked Leah to let her know when Claire had arrived, but had said nothing about seeing each other again. Leah hit the backspace on her keyboard. She knew Claire would think less of Emily if she found out Leah had not heard from her for several days. So Leah deleted everything about Emily and quickly added some extra lines about her own Christmas weekend. She ended the email with the promise to tell Claire everything over cocktails and hit send. Leah got up from behind the small desk and closed her laptop. She was frustrated with herself for hiding things from Claire again. But she knew her friend would soon start to suggest Emily might not be who Leah thought she was and urge her to take a step back and think. Leah slipped her MacBook into her shoulder bag, grabbed the other bags, and headed downstairs. Hey, honey, all set? Her mother asked when Leah stepped into the kitchen. Yeah. Did Dad get back from fishing? He'll be here soon. Want to have some tea together while we wait? Leah looked up and met her mother's eyes. Uh-oh. Sit down, sweetie. Leah knew there was no way out once her mom had decided they needed to talk. So she grabbed a chair and sat down at the kitchen table. Her mom walked over to the stove and picked up the old-fashioned tea kettle. Leah now noticed two cups were already waiting on the table. She got the feeling she had been set up and that her dad might not be back for quite some time. Leah's mother smiled as she poured hot water into the cups. There, now let me grab the cookies and then we can talk. A plate of delicious-looking Christmas tree-shaped cookies was placed in front of Leah. Yep, a full-blown trap, Leah thought. She studied the cookies. I haven't seen those before. Her mom sat down at the other side of the table. No, I just made them for you. She held Leah's eyes, and Leah smiled shyly. Then she grabbed one of the cookies and happily took a bite. Hmm, these are so good. Thank you, Mom. Leah suddenly noticed her mother looked pretty tired. Mom, are you okay? 
Leah put down the cookie when her mother didn't reply immediately. She had a tight feeling in her chest. I'm just worried about your brother, but that's not what I want to talk about right now. Leah shifted in her seat. Her mom sounded so serious. Her mother made an effort to smile. Now, honey, you have not been yourself this Christmas, she said. Leah cleared her throat. She should have known her mom would ask her about it. She looked down at her hands. I'm sorry, Mom. I know Christmas is important to you. A warm hand covered Leah's. No, Leah, don't feel bad. I just worry, you know that. Leah looked up and found her mom's green eyes. They looked so much like her own. Leah crossed her legs. She didn't know what to say to her mom. There was so little to tell her. She could hardly explain the whole situation with Emily. So much had happened, and yet she knew so little for sure. You've met someone, haven't you? Her mom asked. Leah's jaw dropped. Her mom burst into a hearty laugh. Oh, honey, don't look so shocked. It's written all over your face. Leah sat back. She could feel she was blushing. It is? Yes. But I take it's complicated, since you don't seem all that happy. Leah lifted the cup of tea to her lips for a quick sip. She had barely said a word, and yet her mom was quickly unraveling her secrets like a pro. She would have to tell her mother something. Yeah, it is complicated, she said. Why? Her mom was clearly not about to give up. Leah turned her head and looked out of the kitchen window while she thought about what to say next. Is she married? Her mom asked. Leah's jaw dropped again. Mom? What? Is it that silly of me to ask? Leah leaned back, taking another sip of tea. I guess not. But no, she's not married. I think. You think? I'm pretty sure. I don't know that much about her. Leah admitted. Is that what's been bothering you? Leah shook her head. No, it's not. It's... She stared into her cup. She could feel her mother's gaze on her. Leah decided to be honest. She just hoped her mom would not start asking tough questions, too. I really like her, Mom. I can't stop thinking about her. But she has this very important job. Leah stopped, carefully considering her next words. I don't know if I'm... She's out of my league, Mom. Leah couldn't stand to meet her mom's gaze, so she looked out of the window again. She heard her mother get up and walk around the table. Leah. Her mother grabbed the chair next to Leah's and sat down. Leah, look at me. Leah turned her head slowly and met her mother's fiery eyes. Leah, you are an amazing young woman, and I could not be more proud of you. There is no one, 
Leah looked away again, shy and uncomfortable. No, Leah, don't look away. Leah shifted in her seat, then stared back at her mother again. There is no one out of your league, and you are always good enough for anyone lucky enough to catch your eye. Leah's eyes prickled with tears. Her mom had struck a chord. Her mother gently swiped away a tear rolling over Leah's cheek. Does she make you feel this way? Leah was quick to reply. No, no, she doesn't. Her mother didn't seem convinced. Then why are you so insecure? Leah shrugged. I don't know what she wants, Mom. It's all so complicated, and I don't know if she wants complicated. And you really like this woman? Leah brushed away more of her tears. Yes. Her mom leaned back against her chair. Then ask her what she wants, she said, rather matter-of-factly. Ask her? Leah was pretty sure it wasn't that simple. Yes, call her tonight, or tomorrow, whenever you feel up for it, and ask her. Do you know what you want? Leah bit her lip, thinking. Yes. Her throat hurt, and she wasn't sure she could say this out loud. I want... I want to be with her, Mom. Then tell her that. Her mom stated. <laughs> Leah laughed. Her mom always was ridiculously practical. Surely, she could not just pick up the phone and call Emily to tell her she wanted a relationship. Wait, what? Whoa. Leah mumbled out loud. Her mom giggled. You just figured out how much you really do want to be with her, didn't you? Leah closed her eyes. Yeah. Her mother patted her on a knee, then got up and walked to the counter. I am going to send your dad a text he's allowed to come back home. <laughs> Leah wiped away her last tears, grabbed the cookie from the table, and took another bite. I guess I won't tell him we might have an extra guest for Christmas next year, her mom added playfully. Leah was chewing on the cookie and nearly chunked. Mom! <laughs> oh, honey. Leah brushed the cookie crumbles from her sweater, still shaking her head over her mother's remark. Honey? Leah looked up. I think that's your phone. Oh, thanks. Leah got up and quickly walked over to her bags. She found her phone in one of her coat's pockets. She looked at the screen and frowned. Huh? Tony? She and her neighbor had exchanged numbers in case something was wrong at their apartment building, and he needed to reach her when she was traveling. But he had never called before. She touched the screen to answer the call. Hey, Tony. Everything okay? Hi, Leah. Um, I'm calling you because someone was at your door several times today. Leah didn't understand. What do you mean? There was a guy knocking on your door. He just came by for the third time and knocked on my door. The hair on the back of Leah's neck stood up. 
What guy? Do I know him? What else did he ask? Oh, he's still here. He asked me to call you. Said it was urgent. Huh? He's still there? Yeah. He said he was a good friend of yours, so I let him in. Leah had a bad feeling about this. Tony, if he's a good friend of mine, why doesn't he have my number? Tony didn't reply. Tony? Uh, yeah. I didn't think about that. What's his name? Leah asked, getting impatient and annoyed now. Wait, I'll just let him talk to you. What? No! But Leah could already hear the phone being passed from Tony to God knows who. Hey, Leah, a man said. Leah thought his voice sounded familiar, but she couldn't quite place it. It's Brad. Brad felt. This was part 26 of the blogger's story. Okay, this is not going to work, is it? Music sounded great until I had to talk. So, wait, stop. Let's see. Yeah, that's better. This was part 26 of the blogger story and episode number, I don't remember, of the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. If you like this podcast, please leave a review on iTunes so others can discover it too. And remember, there is an extra scene available at lesbianromantic.com. Go to Extra Scenes in the navigation and sign up for the newsletter. You'll get a link, click on it, and there it is, the extra scene. So go check that out if you want to, of course. Hey, music, you're not exciting enough for the last episode of 2016. So, nope, nope, still not exciting enough. Stop. That's better. Okay, 2016 has not been a great year. But I hope you spent these last days of the not-so-great year in a fantastic way with friends and family, enjoying life, enjoying each other, And I hope we get to start a great 2017 very soon. I'll see you on the other side. See you next year.